the Kimberly Lovey podcast. We are recording live from the Lovey Shack, and I have one of my dear friends, Miss Ashley White, here with me. And she is beautiful, and she is a fellow mom, and our sons are best friends. And so I just wanted to say thank you for being here, Ashley. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Are you nervous? Yes. I'm very <laughs> nervous, but I'm excited. I've never done it, anything like this. Well, listen, we are popping your podcast cherry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys, it is 1015 and I, I poured my sweet Ashley a little glass of champs and I'm sitting here <laughs> sober and fat, by the way. Okay, pregnant AF. 37 weeks, 30 pounds up. And don't tell me I look good because that's enabling me. No. <laughs> Do you say 37 weeks? 20. Oh, I was like, wait. Yes. I was like, wait. 37? I'm 27 weeks. Okay. To be clear. I mean, you are gonna, not fat. No, I'm going to start lying and saying I'm 37. So people, people are going to be like, dang. <laughs> One of my best friends, she's like, can I admit something to you? I'm like, what? She's like, okay, so, you know, my daughter's like a year and a half and people, when I'm out, they'll ask me, how old is your child? And I'll lie and say eight months because my postpartum body's not back yet. I would do it too. (laughs) This is brilliant. I'm going to remember that for this one. Yes. Okay. So, Okay. So Ashley is here because I was dying to get Ashley here because her and I are kind of like, dare I say, basketball moms? <laughs> oh, we're for sure basketball moms. We are? Like officially? Yes. yes. Oh my God, I love it. Oh, we can name the episode basketball moms? Question mark? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that will work. For sure. So, okay. So the reason why I wanted you on, Ash, is because, okay, I'm going to, I like to be real, real about pretty much everything, but... It all started with my little, I don't want to say mathlete, but he's kind of, let's just say, okay, Carter's not, I don't want to speak ill of my kids or anything, <laughs> but I'm being totally honest, is like our kids have strengths and weaknesses. And yes. I'll just say, I think Charlotte might be more of my coordinated one. Mm-hmm. And in starting our athletic journey, I'll call it, with Carter, it hasn't been what I thought it was going to be, like at all. I thought it was going to be amazing when I first started him out in sports. And it just has been more challenging than I thought. So it all started when we started him in flag football. I just picked a random sport. We did I-9, which we can tell the people what I-9 is, which is basically like a non-competitive, like six, seven week league, just to kind of sample. It's like a way to sample a sport without like going all in. And it's just exposure, right? Would you say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Except basketball. <laughs> well, it's real competitive. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of took a turn, which we can definitely get into. Um, so... I'm thinking this is going to be great. You know, I played sports growing up and you you when you were growing up, what sports did you play? Tell us. Um, basketball, softball, and water polo. Damn girl. Okay, I played soccer and volleyball. Yeah. So, you know, as a competitive mom, I don't want to put pressure on my kid, but I still like want them to 
do relatively well. Like I want them to enjoy it and be in the game, you know, like they don't need to be the star, right? Just get them out there to do something. Exactly. And like, you know, Carter's been in karate over the pandemic, but that's like a single person sport. And I'm like, he really needs to have like a, like a team of guys and like, you know, he has sisters and I just, I don't know. It was just important for me to get him in some kind of team sport. So we start him off in flag football. Literally, the first game was a disaster. Keep in mind, one of my best friends, okay, I'm not going to name names, but if she listens, because she does listen to this podcast, she is on her team with the Rams, (laughs) the Rams kids, okay? The quarterback (laughs) from the Rams, his kids, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Their other friend is an MLB pro. And then her daughter is, my friend's daughter, is a insane athlete. Like, you know, there's just some of those kids, there's just kids that they're just naturally like, this girl like literally Mm -hmm. crushes everybody. Okay. This little girl who is Carter's age. Okay. So like, you've got that team going on like next to us literally. And they're like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And they're having the best time. And here comes my son. He literally cannot pull a flag to save his life. He doesn't understand which direction to go. And he ends up storming off the field, screaming and crying where it was like, it wasn't just like, oh, he's upset. Oh, console him. It was a scene. Like everyone's like, what is going on? Yeah. We knew that happened with Jaden too. We'll get to that. But that happened with Jaden too. Yeah. And so I have to tell you, and I don't mean, I know like now just a short couple months looking back at, like I have a different perspective, which is why I do want to talk about this. But I just was honestly devastated because Like, this sounds so dramatic, but I have to say this was like the worst day of parenting of my life. Like, I was so upset for how bad that went. Like, it was devastating for me. I don't even have words. I was so disappointed in him. I was disappointed in me. I didn't know how to handle it. And I just felt like the reason why I want to bring you on is because I'm like, how come no one tells you this shit? No one's Mm -hmm. talking about this. No moms are sitting there having a real discussion about what it really looks like to introduce your kids to sports. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why, because let me tell you, it's a journey. It's an emotional journey. Yep. And we don't realize, but we went through that as kids, but we don't remember it. So our parents had to deal with it too. And how did they handle it? Like, we don't know. Yeah, no one. Yeah. So we go into- call my mom. I know. (laughs) Right? I'm thinking maybe I should have asked my mom before I came on this. (laughs) But we go into this and we're starting this sport. And then all of a sudden, our kids maybe hate it. Maybe they're going to love it. We don't know. They get frustrated. Like Jaden at basketball stormed off the court crying and think- God for that coach that gave him the sportsmanship award because he would have not came back the next week. Okay. So let's talk about it. So then what happened was we barely made it through flag football. Mm -hmm. Okay. Barely. This child did not want to go every week, but I will say he did finally understand the concept of like we had to literally sit him down. First of all, I called my old nanny crying and I was like, Becky, this was horrible. Like, and she'll come on the podcast. She's amazing. Everybody knows that And anyone that knows me knows about Becky, but she's like my secret mom weapon because she knows everything. And so I called her like so upset and she's like, okay, sit him down, get him to watch like a simple, like a professional game, just one play and then pause it and then show him how, you know, not every, because Carter was feeling like he failed because if he didn't pull a flag, he thought that meant he like ruined Mm -hmm. the game. He didn't understand that 
number one, it's not all about him. It's not on his shoulders alone to like make a play. And that was one big point. And then the second thing he didn't understand was that it's a series of plays, right? A game is a collection of plays, right? And so we had to sit him down and get him to see that, look, not every play, every professional person, you know, pulls a flag or makes a great play or else it wouldn't be a game, mm-hmm. right? And so that was valuable, I guess, for him. Yeah. And I did the same with Jaden with basketball. We watched basketball game right when we got home from the first game and I showed him how a guy missed a shot mm-hmm. and then there was somebody would get the rebound and I told him you're not going to make every shot that's the whole point of the game you have to defend the players so they don't make a shot if that's what makes the game so I think it's the whole learning process because we sometimes they just get thrown into a sport and they're like they don't know what's what's supposed to happen and so it could be frustrating for them and totally. and I get it because it was frustrating for me to watch you know because <laughs> coming from like playing sports I'm sitting there like oh my gosh this is I don't know what to do like I just want to get out there and play for them like, <laughs> like screaming at our well, poor kids. I know they're like I don't know what's going on so I think that they go into it not knowing it's a scary feeling for these kids so mm-hmm. us parents we just have to be supportive of it and understand their feelings and don't be the crazy parents that are like you have to do this you need to do this like you need to just coach them through it so us showing them the certain professional sports plays and like showing them how they mess up too. And it's okay that, oh, see, they threw the ball away. That's okay. Oh, see, they didn't get that tackle or they didn't catch the ball. It's okay because those people do it professionally and still make mistakes. Yep. It's a whole point of the game. And that's what it was important I found with Jaden doing is teaching him that. Is like you have to watch and see this is what these people do and it's okay. So, so if you don't do it, then that's fine. It's a whole the whole totally. point. Because these kids get so hard on themselves. They do. And I was just going to say that too, Ashley. was like, it was so, so basically what happened was after football, I looked at kind of the next set of, okay, what other sports can we, <laughs> what's our other options? <laughs> I was like, nope, not returning to flag football. What's next? Yeah. So I went back to the I-9 website and found the next thing available was I-9, again, non-competitive basketball. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, you know, Jaden's not in anything would he want to join us for that because that's the next sport and so he joined and it was just so great because <laughs> it was great for me not for you by the way <laughs> it was quite an experience the first game I want I went home and wanted to cry it was horrible I was like come on because it's hard when you're an athlete yourself and you're watching your child struggle with a sport that you can do. So it's it's frustrating because you just want to help them, but they also don't learn that well from the parent. I know that sounds horrible. Like I feel like as a parent, we should be able to, but kids learn better from other people when yeah. it comes to stuff like that. So it was frustrating for me because I just wanted to go outside with them and get a basketball and be like, dribble the damn ball, you know? <laughs> like, and he, like I can't do that because he'll get mad at me and then I don't want to get frustrated with him. So I was like, I you have to just be patient. But one thing we have that I thought was the best thing for Jaden and probably Carter was having the friends. When we signed them up together, it was Jaden's motivation because some days he would go, I don't want to go today. And I said, well, Carter's going to be there. And he's like, okay, well, then let's go. Like having that friend and that special person and even us, we had each other to deal with this season (laughs) through because it was, let me tell you, it was a tough one. Um, Last games today. Woo! 
<laughs> but no offense, Coach Trey, we love you. Don. Yeah, <laughs> but we, ha- if we didn't have each other, I don't know if I would probably been like, I'm out. Emotional but I need support. yes, but we need to like. I one thing I told Jaden is, you signed up for this. You're finishing the season. I don't care if you don't like it. You have to be committed to something you signed up for. Totally. Because that's so important. I, he can't just sign up for things and just quit. Because my kid, like yours is a mathlete. Mine loves art. He's an artist. He just wants to do art all day long. Where his dad and I are both athletes. So we are, we're like, wait, you don't want to do this? But he's very athletic. Jaden's very athletic, very co- like coordinated and everything. But his main thing he wants to do right now is art. And we have to like respect that yeah, and push him towards that yes, because that's something he's great at. So sports, we're still going to try to figure out. Basketball, I think he'll like it. Maybe not right now. Put it on pause. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a little pause after this season, but <laughs> maybe go back in like a couple of years. But when he wants to do it, I'm totally. not going to just put him in it again and we're going to do sports. I think track's next. So. I think track's next mm-hmm. because so yeah, so in your point about having a friend. So Brian and I had an actual sit down powwow. <laughs> I was like, what are we going to do? I really want him. I want Carter in some kind of team sport. And like, look, it's not that I need my child to get like some full ride scholarship or be a professional like NBA superstar or anything. Mm-hmm. I just want him to get a date. Yeah. <laughs> I just want him to have fun and confidence yeah. and friends, you know? Yes. And so we literally sat down after football and I'm like, this was a disaster. And to your point, it's so frustrating and crushing, but you also have to accept who your kids are. Mm-hmm. And so Brian said exactly what you said, Ashley. He's like, I think the key is getting a friend with him so that he's more comfortable and more excited and feels like he has that person. And that's exactly why when we were talking and you're like, oh, Jaden's not in anything. I was like, maybe this is mm-hmm. a perfect opportunity for them to just try something new together and be totally new and safe. Yeah. But like, you know, it was so fascinating watching Jaden and it was so, again, made me feel so much better because he literally had the same response to being new at a sport that Carter did. Mm -hmm. Like they both struggled with the same things, like the concepts, right? And like, these are smart kids. Our kids are not, you know, they're not dumb kids. It's just, it goes to show you as a parent, like they don't know anything yet. Like this is their chance to learn it. And that's why Mm -hmm. you're here. Well, and they have, they are already have something they're really good at. So they're even Jaden with his art, he is so hard on himself. And that's just the, that's just the way he is. He's very every, if he messes up, he'll be like, "Oh my gosh," and crumble the paper. And it, and I try to help him with that. But it's the same thing with sports. So going into it not knowing anything and they're getting frustrated cuz they just automatically want to be great at something. Yep. Cuz they're already good at whatever they are that's their thing. Like, you know, he, Jaden likes art and Carter likes studying. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I study that. I don't know what is it. Transformers. So it's like, they, come on ladies. They focus on what they're great at. And so when you join something new, I, even as an adult, if I try something new, I'm frustrated. Totally. So these little kids are still trying to figure out their emotions and how to process. So their reactions are way different than as us adults can handle it. Totally. So what we have to, as parents, what I had to learn the hard way is figuring out how to talk to Jaden about it and how to process that. Like he would get mad. Oh, I didn't score a basket. Oh, the ball got stolen. 
And these kids were five-year-old starting kids playing in a group of eight-year-olds that have been playing since they were probably five. And our yeah. kids have done great they trying have. to, they've gotten so much better. They've like done so, like, you know, it's been great. It's been awesome. But for the first couple of times, I think it was so hard for them because they're playing, they're not really getting understanding. But now they are. Carter seems to love basketball. Well, <laughs> is he like he was doing one? karate the last game at AYBA in our new league, and I wanted to choke him. <laughs> Literally, I was so mad, and I was like, "Where's Ashley? We need to talk about this." I was so upset. But you know, I my guess kid dances the whole time. He so does. It's fine. Carter was doing. I was like, "Are you doing a Jaden?" Like now we're dancing in the middle. Yeah. Like what, what's going on? Jaden can't sit still. They, they drive me crazy. But that's exactly it. When I saw Jaden, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's not just us. This is like the normal." And and it was so striking to me exactly what you just said which was I couldn't believe how I saw that Jaden was so hard on himself the first game. Mm -hmm. Like it was the same, it was literally textbook, the same experience. And it is shocking that these kids, you know, you think, okay, five-year-old, six-year-old, whatever, they're young kids, they're like, whatever, they're chill. Mm -hmm. The fact that they have the wherewithal to be hard on themselves and get upset, especially when they're new and stuff, like it, it, is shocking. Like it's mm-hmm. that shows me like a level of emotional intelligence with them. Mm-hmm. Like they're that hyper aware of themselves and they're yeah. hard on themselves at well, such a young they age. They know what they can like probably do. So they're getting frustrated. Like, I know I could do this. Why isn't it just come? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're confident in themselves. And they have expectations of yeah, themselves. Exactly. So they get frustrated. Like, wait, why am I not able to do this? But they don't understand. It's the first time everything takes practice. Like you don't become an NBA star after day one they practice 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 and that's what i try to tell Jaden: you have to work towards things to be great at something well that's the whole thing and yeah and the idea of just getting them to understand that they have to work really hard and be consistent and um that's why i was like we need to sign i said to coach trey so our coach at i9 is coach trey and he's awesome and he does not take our kids stuff like he I love him he keeps Jaden in check (laughs) he does not play around and then we have this like ongoing joke about I'll be like if Carter's like out for some reason I'll be like oh sorry you're gonna miss your star player (laughs) keep in mind my sweet son has not scored or even attempted a single (laughs) he's there that's all that matters (laughs) he's showing up so we have a joke like I like joke with coach Trey about you know anyway but he I mean the kids have really I mean just in six weeks again they know they understand the concept of team and uh, Mm -hmm. like which direction they're going and just kind of the overall understanding of the game and like that was my goal like they learn something even if they still kind of suck I mean it's okay you know for now well they're only how old like you know like they're I don't even remember playing sports that young. Like, I think maybe I started, like, softball at six years old. But, like, it wasn't, like, competitive. So this is great. The I-9 is a great league to be in because it's not competitive. They don't keep score. So the kids aren't being like, oh, we lost today. You know, getting down on themselves. Yeah, except for we are getting creamed by the eight-year-old team. (laughs) We know they lost. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, we got killed we got crushed except antonio oh and miles don't forget mr oh, miles. miles too yeah those two uh, star players superstars and even colton's doing really well yes yeah he is yeah all the kids dominic they're all doing great except our kids maybe not so much but you know they're gonna keep showing up hey listen we learned something about Jaden. this is the other thing that no one i gotta say 
when I started the kids in karate, it was so interesting because when you put your kids in sports for the first time, you start to see parts of them emerge that you've never seen Mm -hmm. before. And again, it can be good or bad. We've kind of highlighted more of the bad, but (laughs) Like Charlotte, I didn't know how competitive she really was. And that was, it's almost to a fault where we have to go the other way. Carter's the opposite. They're totally opposite. But like, I feel like we really saw Jaden mm-hmm. and his ability to run. Like That's he was why, outpacing those 16 year olds. Yeah. That kid, his legs are so long and he just runs. His stride is like perfect. I'm like, wow, track it is. So I asked him, he wants to do track. He does? He, he, I asked him, so do you want to try track? He goes, what is that? And I was like, well, it's where you run. He goes, so you just run. I go, yeah. He goes, so I don't have to dribble a basketball while running. I go, no, you just run. <laughs> and he goes, okay, yeah, sign me up. So he's all about it because he's gonna crush it. He just he that kid can run. We were just at Disneyland. And I don't know how he stayed up so late because the whole time he's skipping and running to each ride. And I'm like getting tired half like at 12 o'clock, like, oh my gosh. And he's still skipping. I'm like, how do you do it? But he just can go all day long. And like Coach Trey would try to be like a punishment. Okay, run. He'd be like, okay. And just be like, is that it? And I'm like, Jaden, you can't do You can't say stuff And then like here's that. my son who is like the laziest little guy. <laughs> like with all due respect, I hope I'm not like down. Like I think my son's the best just – I mean, we call our sons our boyfriends, okay? So we're yeah. obsessed with our sons. So like, yeah. I hope this isn't like so negative, but it's so funny because when they would like get in trouble with coach and then <laughs> he would punish punish them. Yeah. Like Jaden just like having the time of his life and he Carter's probably liked pissed. it. I'm like, this isn't a good form of punishment <laughs> no. for Jaden. <laughs> Carter's like, what? I won't even sign up my son for soccer because I already know which way. Like that, I'm not even going through it because I already know yeah. he's not going to have the running. But Jaden, I think, I mean, oh, maybe even soccer for him. What do you think? We Well, we tried soccer. I made the mistake because my friend signed her kid up, but he's like almost two years older than Jaden. So I signed Jaden up, but Jaden was really young. But because he's so tall, they let him join. This kid was running the opposite direction on the soccer <laughs> field. I'm having to chase him the whole dang game. He was like three. Yes. And he would just not care. He'd be like just standing in the middle of the thing. He would wear my sunglasses on the field. Like... <laughs> I was just like, we're not doing no. so. Maybe when he wants to, I'm right now after basketball. I've learned I'm gonna let him decide, and he wanted to do basketball because he heard Carter. So it's not like I forced him into that. Yeah. I didn't at all. Like, but I'm gonna let him choose. So like right yeah. now, he wants to do track, maybe soccer. But with track, I feel like it'll be great for him because he'll learn how to do certain things. Because track's very good for every sport. You learn the fundamentals about footwork and certain things. So then he could branch out from there if he chooses to do something different. You yeah. know, like, but. I'm just trying to go with the flow. That's what we got to do, moms. Just, I guess the whole reason why I thought it was so important to talk about this is because, like I said, nobody talks about it. And it's so emotional. Like, as competitive women, we're athletic women. We are kind of, I don't want to say, like, I'm not a pro athlete or anything, but like. I'm not either, but. (laughs) Well, you know, we, you want your child to thrive and do well. And it is painful when your child gets out there and sucks or hates it or is having a tantrum or it it Mm -hmm. hurts. It hurts your mom heart. Like Mm -hmm. it really, it's like, I've had some really tough times through all of this. And I've probably cried twice after basketball. Oh, I believe you. Because I was just like, why does he not care? Yeah. Why is is he not? And why is he not into this? And like, why is he not miles? Yeah. I, (laughs) I thought he would be in like into it because we're a big basketball family, you know, but he, 
Well, and He's I not think, into it. you know what? It might come later. It might come later. It totally and I'm not going to force it. And if it comes later, it comes later. But with his height, he might want to later because it will be something they could use. I don't know. Yeah. You'll just have to see. And I think so much of the lesson too is like you really do have to accept your kids for who they are and go with Mm -hmm. it. And someone told me that a long time ago and I always try and lean into that and remember it. Like I desperately would love for Charlotte to be a dancer, but I think she's going to be like – Brian's like, put her in football. She's going to be a tomboy. (laughs) She's going to be – she reminds me of me when I was little. She has the competitive – She is so competitive, that child. I mean, to a – we have to – I mean, in karate – Oh my gosh, we she she'll go up against people, and if there's like some competitive thing that they're doing, like they did a flag pulling or a belt pull sparring thing, she went up against like three boys and three girls, beat everybody ten rounds, and then one guy that she had already beat pulled her flag, like beat her once, one time out of all ten. Do you think that child was okay? No, Mm -mm. bawling balling like she was the like biggest failure but she's gonna go places in life because of that she's gonna be a boss she is she's probably gonna be a ceo of something for sure because she is a boss lady she's a boss lady carter Mm -hmm. is like the he's gonna be the like operations or human something where he can deal with people yeah because he's He's really good yeah (laughs) he's so sweet yeah he is so sweet with his missing teeth i hope that one tooth comes in finally but anyway okay so the other thing I did want to talk to you about mm-hmm. was I wanted your opinion about something I had put on my Instagram, and this might be a little bit controversial. So I kind of wanted your opinion about this because I didn't know if I kind of was overly sensitive, but I'm going to set the stage, okay? Because I think this is kind of important, and I'll tell you why I think it's important. So basically, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, and it's like a business-oriented podcast. They speak to a lot of entrepreneurs. And Tracy Tudor from Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles, she's the only female on that show. She's a Speaking of boss ladies, she's a total boss. And I love that. I love seeing like a, a boss. I think it's so cool. So a conversation came up where basically in the interview, she was asked like, what do you, like, how do you balance it all? How do you have this like big real estate empire? And how are you a mom? And I thought it was a, you know, it's a great kind of somewhat standard question to ask a working mom. And she kind of said some things that really rubbed me the wrong way. And for those of you that don't know, I used to be like heavily focused on my career. I worked 100 hour weeks. I traveled all over the country working with a 99% male dominated. You know, I was in boardrooms. It was very intense. I worked my butt off to get to that position, made great money. And then mother motherhood really set in and I felt like I needed to start making a choice. And so I chose to stay home. And that's been something that I've been, I continuously struggle with that decision because for anyone out there that, you know, I didn't come from money. I finally made a great salary and achieved something and put myself through business school at USC, which is not a trivial thing either. You know, just it's hard to kind of face this decision where at what point do you start to put your kids over yourself and at what point is enough money enough money and all of these kinds of things right so you know she basically says something that really upset me she goes you know i i really struggled for years while my two girls were like in k through 5 she said and i would have so much guilt and i got in, i got to the point where i had to tell the principal not to email me weekly about the school stuff because it was just making my guilt worse. And she told me that it's my problem and to stop guilting myself and that my kids are fine. And so I finally kind of came to terms with it. And she said, you know, 
at the same time, there's all these moms that they go in and they spend all their time at the school and they like bring their kids donuts. And she goes, it adds up to nothing. She said, it means nothing. And I sat there. I was so, I was hurt. And I also was really upset because it felt like this is an example of women tearing each other down. Mm-hmm. Like I get that her path is not the same as mine or maybe someone else's, but like why the nasty comments? And it just, it really hurt me. Like, I don't know. So then I had Ashley listen to it and I wanted to get your thoughts. Like what, <laughs> am I being overly sensitive? Be real. No, I honestly, when I heard it, I started laughing and you came in and you're like, what? I, she mentioned something about bringing donuts, parents that bring donuts to the school. And I was like, I started laughing because I felt attacked. (laughs) My kid's birthday was last Friday. I just brought two boxes of donuts to the school (laughs) and a box of donuts for the office. I was like, wow, I am attacked. That was so nice. In the office? That was so sweet. I I did the office. I, cause I love the office people, but so I brought them all. So I was like, wow, I feel attacked. But I don't think it's, she shouldn't have taken that approach. She should have said what she wanted about how she felt, but not when it attacked other parents saying, oh, it doesn't mean anything what you do. Cause you know what? I think what I do means something. My kid will remember me being around. My kid will remember me showing up to stuff. Some parents can't do it because yes, they work. I'm fortunate enough to be able to be around, you know, and don't cut those parents down that can do it because- Jaden loves that I'm so involved in the school. When we helped do the the Halloween decorations, he loved it. He always brings up stuff like, thank you for doing this. So to me, that's important for me. And I just think it was insensitive for her to bring that up saying, talking about other parents because I'm a room mom. So are you. And I love it. I room love moms being, unite, baby. Woo. Three years in the room. She put basketball room moms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a vanity plate. <laughs> so, anyways, I felt kind of just I thought I just think it was insensitive. And I think it should if she should have just said her part and not said stuff about other moms, because like I said, we each choose that. If you choose not to, and I understand some people can't because they are so busy. And that's their own that's their own thing that's okay it's we're not judging you for not being around we don't come and judge us because we want to be involved and we're able to be involved like i said i'm fortunate to be able to well and i love that you phrased it that way because that is such a big part of why i've chosen to stay home so both of my parents were working parents and my parents mm-hmm. worked their asses off to mm-hmm. support us and You know, that's not easy when I'm sure that my mom had some level of mom guilt and, you know, they did their best, but let's be real. It's a luxury to be able, like you say, to, to pour into your children and to put them first Mm -hmm. and to not have to work. That is like a gift. Mm -hmm. And so, and again, it's not that everyone that can should, like, I'm not, we're not sitting here judging. It's just like, I wish that I had that. And my mm-hmm. dad, because of he was on East Coast hours, so he was around in the afternoons. And I, like you say, like clearly remember him being around and being a part of my sports. And it really shaped who I am today. Like he would always encourage me when I was struggling in like sports. And it's like, it's a whole mindset. Like he mm-hmm. mentored me my whole life and really shaped 
who I am. And that mental toughness really started with me in sports and fighting through adversity as we're seeing our children are struggling with Mm -hmm. and we're trying to be there. Like my dad did that for me. My mom was working. Okay. So she was definitely there on the weekends and the mornings and at night, but she would come home and she's making dinner in her suit, you know, like that's tough. Mm -hmm. That's she, I mean, she didn't have the luxury to do that. So yeah, I just feel like, you know, I just didn't appreciate the comments. I was really devastated by them. And part of me thought, you know, we could totally flip the script and I could go after her and say, well, you know, you came from all this money and you don't even have to work, but you're putting money above your kids. And like, that's, that sucks for your kids. And I find that to be very selfish. Mm-hmm. And I could totally go on the attack and say nasty shit like that about another woman, but I don't want to do that. I don't, I, and I just, the reason why I thought it was important to bring up was not just for my own sake, but it's like, I'm trying to prove a point here and make people think twice about judging so quickly. And especially when people are out there, you know, marching about, oh, women supporting women and, you know, hashtag women supporting women and all this stuff. And then they turn around and they say stuff like that. It's like, we need to do better as women and the expectation of each other needs to be higher. And so letting those kinds of comments just slide, like it's okay. I'm like, no, it's not okay. That really upset me. That really hurt me. And I think that we need to call attention to the fact that, look, as women, we need to be supportive. And being supportive is not just in our speech and in our marching and in our hashtags. It needs to be in action, like as a verb. And the way that you can support other women is by understanding that they have a different set of circumstances, facts, challenges, and whatever their decision is, we need to be supportive mm-hmm. and not judging each other. And so I just got really heated about that, but I'm glad that it wasn't just me that got offended by donuts. Cause I was like, I have to end this podcast. Cause I have to go take a board meeting. <laughs> like, I know. Like, and it's funny that she brought up the emails because I, every time I, we send out emails, like Julie and I, I'm thinking, do parents get annoyed by us? Because we send out multiple emails, but it's like, oh, well, we're keeping you involved in the school. You might not like it, but at least you're involved. You know what I mean? Like, at least you know what's going on with your kids at the school. You don't have to respond. You don't have to get involved and do it, what we're doing. But at least you know. I would rather know. If I was too busy and I couldn't be there, I would rather know what's going on. You know, so I would I would appreciate the emails. But I mean, I think the emails are super annoying when you're overwhelmed. Again, I've come from a job where I was a working mom traveling 100 hours a week across country for years with two young kids. So like I understand both sides of this discussion. Mm-hmm. I also know what it's like to be at home and kind of working part time with your kids and how that's not easy. So none of it's easy. But you know, you don't need to participate. And it's an option if you choose to participate. Brian's like, oh, he should have just put it to junk, like, and not said anything, you know, like she shouldn't have started attacking the administration in her school. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, the other thing is that Lauren, the other podcast host made a comment. She's like, oh yeah, it's almost like the moms are there for each other, not even for their kids. Yeah. I found that weird. Well, the thing is, is that I think that's another thing to talk about is like, okay, let's be real. And this is true. Uh, This has really come to the forefront, actually, after the pandemic. But this is not true just of moms. It's true of the dads, too. And what I noticed is, and this is another thing no one talks about. So you go from like being in college, being at work, and it's like highly social. 
And then all of a sudden you have kids and you are isolated for like at least a good six months to a year minimum. Mm -hmm. And then for us, and like you're isolated because you're at home caring for your child, right? It's like so taxing. Anyone that's had a child knows. But then, you know, for us in particular, COVID hits. So now you're almost even more delayed as far as getting back to, you know, socializing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for the first really three years, you're at home with your kids for the most part, unless you're out in the world and you're working. And the thing is, is that it can be really disorienting for people because you kind of start to lose your network of friends. You lose your identity. Like you're in a place of service. And then all of a sudden, you know, when your kids finally get into school, they're like five or six and they're finally doing sports. You get to actually see other parents. And it Mm -hmm. is the most liberating, exciting, fun thing you've done ever, it feels like. Well, I was nervous going into it because that was Jaden's first year at the school this year. So I was nervous going into it. But first day, I think I met... I met you, Cynthia, and Julie. And I was just so in they love. were so welcoming and you were everyone. <laughs> and I mean, I get where people get that idea of like they say like, oh, clicky moms, but and like they're all just there for each other. But I don't feel that. And I feel like we're all there for each other to like be there for each other when we need to talk. It's not like we're going to choose each other over our children. You know what I mean? Like we're there just for our kids, but yeah, they're there too. So we're going to be with each other talking, of course. And it's good to have that community of people to be able to relate to. You talk about stuff that happens at the school. You talk about what the kids are doing. You, there, Our kids are becoming friends, so why shouldn't we be friends? Totally. It's that community. And that's yeah. exactly what I was getting at yeah. is like we've all been trapped at home with our kids, mm-hmm. you know, and even even more so because of COVID. And it's like, what's wrong with having a support network and a community? And listen, I sense from going back to the Tracy comment, like in Brian, because I made Brian listen to it. I'm like, am I being oversensitive? And it's like, I almost feel like there's anger that she carries there. Like she even said how much she struggled. It's like she was projecting mm-hmm. and Brian was like, well, she doesn't really understand the community part of it because she's not in it. She doesn't really get what mm-hmm. the kids are doing and like what we're contributing to the kids in the community because she's not really a part of it. Well, I think it that and I think she carries probably some guilt for not being around because I know if I miss one thing, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's her guilt that's, that's what added up and then she's taking it out on other people, which is wrong. But that might be her way to deal with it yeah. and not blame herself. Yeah. You know, so she kind of projects. Mm-hmm. So it could be that. I don't know. That's I mean, I we think. don't know how people think, but it's just. I just don't, I think she went about it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's why I always try and understand. I come from a place of understanding too, yeah. right? It's like, look, part, parts of her are hurting mm-hmm. is what I think. And that is perfectly acceptable. I just would have rather her say it's really hard and I carry a lot of guilt and there's no easy answer, but I'm very driven and it's important for me to go after my dreams and to be that example. Like she could have just said that or something, mm-hmm. you know? And then not they all started attacking moms at the school. I was like, wow, (laughs) might be that mom. (laughs) Thank you for talking about us. (laughs) We hear you. The mic is on. I don't regret it at all. I love doing what I do. We love being room moms. I love it. I love basketball moms. We're making gingerbread houses next week. Like, come on. I'm here for it. Like, I love that stuff. (laughs) Like, and my mom was a single mom of three kids. Wow. So, and I remember her being 
at every sports event I had. Like, I don't even know. Now thinking back to it, now that I'm older, how did she do it? She worked full time, but she never missed a game, even away games she would be at. And I'm like, how did that, like, how did they, she manage that? And it's just, that's that's why it's so important. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm a stay at home mom right now, but I do want to start eventually, like, like I was telling you, open, start a business. But they, um, like how, like how my mom did it is like why I'm so involved in Jaden's school. Because my mom was never in the classroom, obviously, because she was working. But I just want to be as involved, if not more, because I know how important it was to me that she was always there. So I think it just is kind of like a domino effect. And seeing my how happy it makes Jaden, of course I'm going to want to be around. Totally. So don't let parents make you feel like you shouldn't do things because do what you feel that you think is right. Absolutely. And will make your it. kid happy. And we're obsessed with our little men. Like he's we, my boyfriend. No, literally. I'm not allowed to date according to him because <laughs> he's the only man I need. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love our boyfriends. We have the cutest boyfriends ever. Yes. And they they're so, they like, they're like brothers. <laughs> they are. They're like, especially with Charlotte, they're like siblings. I swear. They just play rough. I'm like, oh my gosh, Dan, you're going to hurt somebody. <laughs> I straight up when we, because it was Mr. Jaden's birthday last week, by the way. I can't yes. believe it. He's six. That's crazy. It's so sad. That's so sad. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. I was like, no. It hurts. It hurts your mom I was heart. crying the whole night before oh. looking at pictures of him being little and videos. And I was just bawling on my couch. I'm like, stop crying. But I'm like, it's just so sad because you can't stop the time with them. And they just keep getting bigger and bigger. And Well, and thank goodness you're bringing donuts and making memories with him because you're not getting that time back. You know no. what I'm saying? One day he'll be in high school like, no, you're not bringing donuts to school, mom. So <laughs> for now, I'm bringing all the donuts and cupcakes I can because this is when it matters. <laughs> I support that 100%. I support it. Yeah. But um, gosh, I do love our little men. And you know, I think that it's just fascinating. It's so hard being a mom, but it's such a gift. And it's fascinating to see them grow up, like to Mm -hmm. truly, you know, you hear that, but like to watch them, like, I don't know, even just watching our kids learning basketball, like it's not a big deal, but it's like just to watch that evolution. And I'm so glad that I didn't miss Mm -hmm. how far they've both come in just such a short time. And the improvement each week. Yeah. It's gone. No, it's insane. And yeah. we're saying this, and then our kids are going to go get crushed tonight. <laughs> you know what? It's the last game. Let's just get through this. I don't even care at this point. <laughs> I wish I could drink with you. <laughs> Should I bring like a white claw in my cup? <laughs> Listen, no judgment. I am, this is a, ju- I am a judgment free mom. Whatever oh you need to gosh. do, as long as you're safe. If you're not safe, I'll give you a ride. <laughs> no, I, I will not drink at my child's game. But um, I'm not promising that in the future. I'm just letting you know i'm just not drinking because i'm pregnant hopefully Jaden will like want to do basketball again because it would be fun to continue it but he needs you'll see i notice he does better at private lessons though and he learns more through that mm-hmm. because i feel like it's more he gets to focus because i think when he's with so many people he's like trying to be fun because he's i swear he's gonna be like a class clown but he literally doesn't stop and where he's on a one-on-one especially with coach trey he's more like he focuses and yeah. he actually can get stuff down. So I've noticed the improvement with those. So I'm hoping even if we don't do basketball season, we could keep doing a couple practices here and there just to get him. Come on Tuesdays. I'm doing like semi-privates. I'm down. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask Jane if he's down. I'm not going to just. <laughs> just 
throw in Carter. I'm going to throw in Jaden's name if he's there. Okay. I'll tell yeah. Jaden he's coming. He'll be like, okay, let's go. Like he, he, This kid just wants to be with friends all day long. We get right out of school. Okay, what friend am I playing with today? I'm like, you just got out of school. Like, we're not playing with friends today. Like, we need to chill and just take he's a day off. He's a social off. guy. He is. He has to be around people all the time. Hey, like, he got mad. It was just that. him and I at Disneyland. He was like, why Aww. is it just me and you? I'm like, wasn't that fun? Like, like, but he ended up having, I thought it was so great to be just him and I at Disneyland because it was a bonding experience. It was just us. We did what he wanted. We spent two hours at Disney animation in California Adventure drawing for two hours. Really? It was just drawing. Wow. Over and over. So do you say drawing? Drawing. Yeah. How do we supposed to drawing? Drawing. Drawing. <laughs> drawing. <laughs> but I said it well, like with an accent. I don't even have an accent. Um, that is so hilarious. Can you tell me what were you doing for two hours with Jaden again at Disney? Drawing. Oh yeah. See, you know. But yeah. You said drawing. Drawing. Yeah. Drawing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like Chicago. I don't know. But drawing <laughs> for two hours at this animation thing. And he like drew this amazing picture of Luca, like figuring out how to draw Luca. Really? And he, we were there for two hours. He, the kid didn't even want to go on rides. We went on maybe five rides the whole day. Really? He just wanted to go do. This kid was like, "Let's go to different stores." I'm like, "You don't need hey, more NFT toys. that. You should do an NFT. What is that? Non fungible token. You can do like digital art and start selling it for millions of dollars. It's all the rage right now. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna make Jaden hey, do it. Yeah, Jaden can make him money. Out. <laughs> yeah. He's into that. Get stuff. him to work. If he's not yeah. gonna make money in basketball, for I didn't us. know that. That was. A, I've seen it on Instagram, but I'm like, I don't even know what this is. I just see like the kind of odd-looking cartoon characters or whatever. Yeah, it's like digital art, and yeah. they they have it on the blockchain so that it's essentially like they make it so that each piece is unique, like kind of like a real artist. Um, I don't know. I don't fully get it, but I kind of get it. Because <laughs> I see everyone like all like the famous people are putting it out there. Yeah, because they're making money. It's like, really? yeah. So <laughs> it's like the new Bitcoin or whatever. It's like, yeah, <laughs> people are playing with crypto and NFTs and all that good stuff. So how are you feeling now? Are you still feeling drunk? <laughs> no. <laughs> kidding. Are you feeling, are you feeling feel nervous? Fine. No, I'm not nervous. I actually, I love to talk. I talk probably too much. So this is probably right up my alley. <laughs> it is. Right up your alley, and we're not going to talk about how I got canceled by our eyelash girl. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's giving me a side eye with her lashes. Yeah, my eyelash girl. Too. I got I got canceled by my eyelash girl. Supposedly she's too busy now, but I don't know. I'm going to have to Just shout out to you, her. Summer. I know you want to be my friend, Summer. I know you love my lashes. <laughs> Bring her back. <laughs> Let her in. <laughs> Just keep chanting. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm going to make Summer listen to this and be yeah. like, if this isn't pressure, I just shouted you out on my podcast. Okay. She does the best lashes, everyone. She does. She she does the best lashes. And yes. I went to her for like, I don't know, at least a year and a half, I think more like two. And then I took them off. And then now I'm like, I really am so jealous of Ashley's gorgeous lashes. She probably just sees mine all the time and is like... <laughs> I like look at them every day and I'm like, I need to get my lashes back on. And so I reached out to Summer and she's like, I'm too busy. Like very, in a very nice, sweet Summer way. She was like, my schedule's full. And I said to Ashley, I think I just got canceled by our lash girl. <laughs> and Ashley's like, I'm not going to talk about this because I don't want to get canceled by our lash girl either. <laughs> so I'm dedicated. Yeah, and committed we're committed to, to, the, to the vibe. 
vibe. Like we're committed, yes. Summer. We're your we're your biggest fans. So just please. we're hyping you up on a podcast. Yeah, help our girl. <laughs> help help your girl out. I mean, come on. Uh, we love you. So anyway, okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And I have to do a shout out to Jaden because he heard your shout out please. and literally was like thought he was famous. Yes. So Jaden, I love you. And I am excited for you to hear this. Oh, Jaden, I love you too. Thank you for doing basketball with Carter. Uh, he's like, can I do it with Carter, a podcast? That'd be cute to set them up just to talk about whatever. They should. I mean. Just have fun. They should. I mean, we don't have to post it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what they're going to Probably a bunch of like farts and stuff. Like, yeah. They're going to make all the boy poop. <laughs> potty jokes all the things you know but, yes, um, but we like, should we should have them do it yeah. they would love it he's gonna think i'm famous now because he heard you and he's like wait <laughs> that's his mom and i was like yeah he's like wow really he's like, yeah he's gonna think i'm famous oh <laughs> no because i gave him a shout out on our last episode because it was his birthday we were gonna go take him out and everything so um i love your little man Jaden, and i love thank you, you and thank you for being my basketball mom friend and my room yeah. mom friend my eyelash friend <laughs> And now we have to go eat because it's our girlfriend Julie's birthday two days ago. We need to go feed oh, that yeah. wonderful soul of a woman yes. and go enjoy Celebrate ourselves. her. Yes, honey. Well, thank you for having me. It was really fun. We'll be back whenever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would love to have you back whenever. So yeah. I'll see you next week. <laughs> okay, bye, girl. Bye. All right. That is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly love you and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again same time same place next week.